0: hey guys what's up hey what's up? there we are here's my friends my dinks we are dennis in the know where your backstage look at current trends politics and education in the dental world we're doing this live and over a cocktail like we always do. Cheers. So I'm Jeff, I'm Jeff Horowitz. And uh, with me next to me on the screen are JB Bell, otherwise known as Jennifer <laughs> Bell. Um, you guys ought to know her by JB at this point. I That's reckon. true. And of course, Dr. Chad Duplantis. And we are all catapult educators. We're all business owners, and our job is to bring all of you in the know. So, guys, with that, I'm going to say cheers. cheers. Red Solo Cup. This is going to be the Smithsonian one day. I'm telling I really you. think
1: it should be. Hey, JB.
0: JB and I have this thing about
2: country music, so I'm just going to say, what do you say after I say Red Solo Cup?
1: I fill you up.
2: Proceed
0: to party. party. <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna go with the fact that everyone else out there is um are rockers like me. Yeah, so. they
1: all now I'm, I'm a rocker, rocker. but I love rockers.
0: country, man. Yeah, you guys with your country and your air supply and all that stuff. I
1: wait a minute. <laughs> How does one equate country with air? I don't supply? know because someone... by the way, I love. Yeah, Do you really? Mario Speedwagon, come on. Manilow,
0: Manilow, live, come doesn't on.
1: doesn't love? <laughs> I just got to say
2: that before we get started, I'm all out of love.
1: I'm so without oh. you. We can do this all night. <laughs> can
0: not do good. it all night long.
1: We can do uh, it all night.
0: We can yeah. do this all night long, but I don't think that's what everyone wants to yeah. hear. Probably not. You're okay. probably right, Jeff. I think so. <laughs> So let let's do this. Let's uh, what's going on in your world? What's what's happening in uh, your practices this week? Anything exciting?
1: Um, I feel like today I walked into my office after four hours of having not been in there, hopping from one operatory to the next. I. Don't feel like I took a breath or stopped talking for four solid hours. And I just walked in and I shut the door and I look at looked at my partner, Ange, and I was like, what the hell just happened? Like yeah. what is happening? Yeah. Why? Why are there so many people? So many questions. Dentistry that is harder than I've been doing in 20 years. Well, I've only been doing it 12, but you know my point. Like it just Yeah felt like this perpetual snowball and hamster wheel kind of going simultaneously. Maybe I'm alone in that, but that's how today went.
0: No, I've never had a day like that, ever.
1: Oh, yours are all rainbows and sunshine.
0: Uh, Absolutely.
1: Unicorns running by.
0: And and I never, ever have a day where every a-hole patient that goes to my practice shows up on the same day. (laughs) I know that doesn't happen to ever anyone else out there. No. Where they just all end up on the schedule on the same day. I don't even yeah. know how that's possible. I that would be like that. an Aussie Osborne song where you just kind of say "All aboard the crazy train." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I gotta I gotta tell you, and then we're gonna get to you, Chad, about this. But okay. so you know, I never wear my scrubs to to this event. This is this is a casual thing. I am so excited to get in to my favorite rock tee or or golf shirt or something like that when we do this. Um, but anyway, but I have to say, this has been one of my greatest days in practice. You know why? For the first time, I put on a pair, and this is not a paid advertisement. Figs doesn't even know I'm going to say this, but I put on a Figs pair of scrubs today, and this is like entire delight. Like it is the softest feeling. I don't even know what the deal is with this. It is the softest thing I've ever felt. It's very slimming, which you can obviously see, right?
1: It does. It
0: it, it you know it shows me off where I need to be shown off, but doesn't show me where I need don't need exactly. to be.
1: Shown. You need to be tucked in a little tighter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, got, yeah.
0: It's got front pockets, like I've never had pockets in my scrubs in the front, like in jeans. And I'm just saying I have never worn a more pair, uh, more comfortable pair of scrubs ever. It's like I'm just just walking around the Maybe office. Maybe that's office. why you
1: didn't change. You just yeah. forgot you were even wearing them.
0: It's, and and all it's my like all my assistants skin. were like, "Ooh, I like that. Will you buy us all scrubs?" and I was like, "No." No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me. <laughs> me <laughs> no they all did get new uniforms but uh but no i i went for the figs this time they and i'm really good. glad i did no they thank you they're, they're awesome i i i will never go to any other uh scrub again I and mean, i've tried them all but anyway way too much time on that chad what's happening in your world <laughs> well you know my day started off as
2: as many days do i i called my buddy jeff this morning and jeff goes dude can I, can we switch this to a FaceTime? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, check out my new scrubs. And then he turns around and he goes, does my butt look too big in this? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Jeff, dude, those are amazing. Are those figs? And he said, yeah. I said, would you bring me some figgy pudding? And he did. (laughs) But Jeff, Jeff, all kidding aside, dude, you... You, you, you were so excited about those scrubs. And it was like, all I could do to sit there this morning, not by a FaceTime, but our phone call and just listen. And I was kind of jelly, man. I was like, I might need to get me some figs.
0: It made my day better. I I swear. These are the most comfortable things I've ever worn. Well, I'm excited about that, but I got
1: that. I'm a little, I'm going to be, it's time to be honest here.
0: I we're,
2: I got two more things down. that I'm excited about face though too.
1: Can group and I, you know. Did you did what? Group. You didn't FaceTime me.
2: I know I didn't. I, FaceTime we didn't now. FaceTime. It was, that was a joke. That was, it was Yeah, I didn't really do that. My yeah,
0: we yeah, we wouldn't and and if we did, we wouldn't tell you. I that. mean, he didn't FaceTime. He just sent me a picture. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Chad. That was about All your right. world. Hey, seriously though, two other things. So, um, first thing, I think I kind of forgot um, because we were laughing hard right there, and that was kind of fun.
0: But um, one thing that I was going to say, oh, I know, I know, I know. Are you, are you drunk already, Chad? I mean, no, I've told the crowd you you're a ready? lightweight. People first, people first thing,
2: people. we have like. 115 new members in two days. That
0: was awesome. Two days. Yeah. So
2: that is huge. So like, you know, you're starting to think of exponential growth and we're seeing us growing like this and it's so much fun because we're really, really enjoying this and I hope that you all are too. Second thing that happened is not uh, anything to do with dinks, but I did... Have a laser driven in from the wonderful garden state of New Jersey this morning. It arrived at my office. I'm super excited. Tomorrow is my training with uh, Scott Parker, Dr. Scott Parker, who was on a few weeks ago for DECA Lasers. Scotty. P. Scotty P. And Scotty P has said that he would graciously extend the dinky deal that we're going to publish again tomorrow. And at the end of the show, I'll get to the second dinky deal. But man, I mean, I will tell you, DECA Diamond Dental has been a, a great friend to us. They've got a great deal. I'm super excited. I've got some cases lined up tomorrow morning that Scott's gonna do with me. So I'm pretty excited. It's a good you, it's gonna you be wait, good That week.
0: is such an amazing piece of technology. That is I, I mean, I, I can never go back to a diode again. Mm-hmm. I, I will never lift a diode again. So yeah, I, I can't wait. I I have nothing to compare it to
2: besides my diode that I'm currently using, but I'm really excited to learn the technology. And I I think it's really cool that they want to extend that deal to Dinks and keep that going. And uh, I'm just going to throw it out there that I don't know that it's going to go away anytime soon. So we're going to publish it again tomorrow.
0: All right. So let's move it along on the show today. We have another great program. So Gave it away a little bit. As most of you know, uh, great friend, COIS faculty, uh, Dr. Doug Thompson from the Wellness Dentistry Network is here. And and so what I'm going to do is I think at this point, we probably need to bring our guest on. And in the meanwhile, JB, you can explain what implore means to Chad. And, um, then, then, and then, he'll, we'll- yeah, then he'll be able to take your advice and, <laughs> and move forward with it so all right guys well thank you again jb and chad you know i love you
1: love so you, i want
0: to bring our next guest on and yeah. um keep our next guest... up there big all right let's let's put doug up there big
1: hey guys all right. hey doug
0: hey doug. So doug um let me let me do a brief introduction you guys um Doug Thompson is, is not only an old friend and colleague from the Koi Center. Um, you know, I, I, I don't say this about many people. Doug is truly, as I advertised in, in uh, putting uh, the information about this show forward, Doug is truly a pioneer in dentistry. And, and I don't use that word lightly at all. Um, there are a few people who have really touched my life in dentistry. Uh, we talked to one of them just a couple of days ago, Dr. John Kois, um, and, and Doug Thompson, who I met out at the Coyce Center and have learned so much from, is another one of, of those people. So let me tell you a little bit about Doug, and uh, then let's just chat for a little bit. So Doug Thompson has a private practice in Michigan. He's the founder of the Wellness Dentistry Network, and that's an online hub of resources and a community for dental and medical teams that are implementing systems and protocols uh, that integrate the oral systemic connection. He's a faculty member at the Koi Center, as we talked about. He completed a fellowship in anti-aging and regenerative medicine, and he's also a published author and uh, actually has a chapter in preventive cardiology, uh, which is a textbook that's being used. And, and if that's not impressive enough, I, I don't know what is. So uh, without further ado, I want to introduce everyone out there in dinky land. Can we call it that dinky land
1: oh that's kind of catchy
0: dinky land
1: i kind of like dinky land Chad,
0: there's an amusement park in our in our future i think anyway doug welcome to the show it's really an honor to have you here i i know everyone is looking forward to hearing about this because the oral systemic connection has just become such a pertinent topic these days
3: Well, hey, thanks, Jeff. Uh, Thanks, um, JB. Thanks, Chad. I appreciate it. Jeff, you know, when you asked me to do this thing, I had no idea what, what, you know, kind of what the format was, but you kept just telling me I got to bring my favorite drink. So now I know why. I I know it's a happy hour hour type deal. I think the drink was the most important part, but it absolutely
0: is. Yeah.
3: yeah, I'm happy to be here. And I I love to chat about uh, wellness and wellness dentistry. And so uh, let's get it. Let's rock and roll.
0: That sounds great. Well, I think a lot of our viewers may not be aware, and, and yes, I read it in the bio, but I, I don't know that that really did it justice. So Doug, if, if from your point of view, could you explain to all the viewers exactly what the Wellness Dentistry Network is? Tell everyone about what it is, why you founded it, and, and why you think it's so important to dentistry today.
3: Yeah, uh, it's pretty easy, Jeff. What happened was I started to uh, see changes in my patients' periodontal health and sleep apnea uh, treatment through understanding this oral systemic connection. And so uh, John Coyes asked me a long time ago, could you come and talk to our group about it? Uh, Obviously, I'm passionate about the education that goes on at the center. And uh, I went down there and I started to tell people about it. And I realized that as I started to tell people about what we were doing in our practice, there were certain protocols and forms and there were certain systems and research that we used to make clinical decisions and that kind of stuff. And so I wanted to make uh, those items available to people online. And people would ask me when I lectured, they would say, is there any way you could share that form with me and this form with me? And pretty soon I had 50 Dropbox folders on my computer and I was helping all my friends uh, with uh, different documentation. And so then finally I said, why don't I create a, just a really easy, inexpensive subscription service where all these documents and all these resources could be branded for the practice. And maybe we could also do some videos and some other educational stuff. And maybe we could hook up some doctors and maybe we could have a partners in health section. And so this started the evolution of the Wellness Dentistry Network. Basically a subscription service online hub of resources to help guide you through your journey of implementing periodontal medicine, uh, airway management, and a host of 23 other different modules that evolve health and wellness into a practice. That's really yeah. what, it, what it is. And it's, and it needed to be a couple things, Jeff, it needed to be timeless. It needed to have no regional boundaries and it needed to be affordable. So those are the things, those are really the key pieces because there were groups out there charging forty, fifty thousand dollars for a few documents and a little bit of training, and I wanted to make something that was uh, much more robust than that.
0: Well, and I'd add to that too, Doug, that really from the beginning and and I've been involved uh, as as long as I can remember now, um from the beginning, there's also been a real sense of community with it and And I think you know that's as important as anything else is you know, there's really a, a, a tight community and, and we communicate with each other as well as using the resources that you make available. So um, I, yeah, I want to say- Jeff, you one, thing I w- one thing I would tell you,
3: one thing I would say to that comment, that's been our biggest struggle. Our biggest struggle is how to create a great community. And I heard Chad say to you, you guys, what, had 115 new members in a you know short amount of time. I, I have not been. I don't really know how to do that. I don't know how to how to how to do that like the you know like you do. You're doing it right now. No, I know, but I mean, but but I'm just saying that's a hard part. That's a hard yeah. part to create community because people will look at this thing and they'll say, "What do I do tomorrow?" You know, or "What do I do? How do I train my hygienist?" And everybody wants an answer tomorrow. What I will tell you is, if you want to get into helping people who you can help their overall health by recognizing oral conditions, it's a journey. It's not an event. There's no weekend seminar that's going to make you a master in any kind of this journey. So you really have to, you really have to be patient. You have to log on with some community somewhere, and then you have to start to grow. So creating communities has been one of our biggest challenges and any help we can get with that, you know, obviously, you know, we want.
1: If you look at Koi's, I think that's the thing that he's done incredibly well. I mean, you know, I've gone through several other CE courses and stuff and creating that quote unquote tribe, that community. And to that point, it's not a volume, it's a quality. Yeah, you you know, JB. Those people, right? That dialed into that philosophy.
3: You raise a great point. Uh, John Coyes has been a master at connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things if you I know you had him on, you know, not that long ago. But one of the things John would say is I didn't want to just talk to a group, a big group of people in an auditorium. I wanted to talk to a group of people that would make a difference and they could be transforming. And all of us, Jeff, you know. Uh, you, you know, if you go and spend, you spend any hours in one of those seats in the admiral room or the commander room and you take in a course, you are not going to leave there being the same dentist. You're going to be different. And, uh, that's amazing. And he truly is a master at that.
0: Yeah, he, he really is. So, um, I guess I, I have a question for you, Doug, and and I've never asked you this because, you know, you and I have had so many great conversations throughout the years, um, I guess my, my question is this, at what point in, in your dental journey in, in your own private practice, did, did you find this need to really em- embrace this type of, of approach to dentistry and, and really embrace the orosystemic connection and, and um, and was there an event or anything or or a, a group of events that that triggered this in your practice that made you say you know what I really need to go down this path because it was quite a transformation.
3: Yeah, it's a it's a great question and it's easy answer. Um, I anybody who's been to any of my lectures uh, has heard this. I I got a coupon in the mail. And it was for a cleaning and get your, you know, the harmful bacteria removed around your teeth and have some dental x-rays and um, have an exam by the doctor. And the value of the coupon was $258.50. And I flipped it over. It was for my cat. It was for my veterinarian. So so what happened was I started to realize the veterinarians were doing a better job at teaching their patients, you know, their cat patients, dog patients, about the oral systemic health. And all I did was I brought the exact same language back to my practice. And I started to see patients say, yeah, I know about that. I think it's important. What else could you do for me? Because I started to use the language, "What maybe we could do more for you. See, what used to happen is people would come in with bleeding gums, you would beat them up for not brushing enough, not flossing enough, not using a water pick. Well, I didn't do that. I started to tell patients, you know, you have bleeding gums, and maybe we could do more for you. Maybe there's something more we could do for you. Maybe we could teach you differently you know whatever that was and that was transformational because i saw the response and then i did one other simple thing jeff that everybody in the audience should do you go out and get a, a couple of your favorite books that talk about oral systemic health or inflammation and you stick them in the in the window or in the windowsill or you stick them somewhere on the shelf in your operatory and patients will ask you why do you have that book what's that book about and it's called a visual culture and you create a visual culture in your practice, they're going to walk in, they're going to sit in your chair, and they're going to feel the difference. And when they and when that happens, other things are going to start to happen. And Jeff, I know
0: nobody knows that better than you. Well, you know, I, I said the same thing to John, and, and thank you for saying that. I said the same thing to John, is that after the very first lecture that I sat in, and this goes way back now, after that first course, when I came back and Began talking to my patients in a much different way and saying, "Listen, I don't care what's wrong. You know, there's nothing to be embarrassed about here. Everyone that comes here has a set of problems. What matters to me is how it got that way and what we can do to prevent that from happening again." And and that was really transformational. And so I I totally agree with with what you're saying. It's it's just creating that culture. Because the patients are really easy to bring down that path, but what's really difficult is transforming your practice from within. So that's kind of a lead-in to my next question, which is, how difficult was it to get your team on board with this? You know, you can start having this dialogue with your patients and it's great, but then you also have to transform the way your entire team thinks.
3: Yeah, it's a great question, Jeff, and I think one of the things that we have to do is we often go to these seminars, these weekend programs or <clears throat> educational weeks, whatever it is, whatever, however you engage, and we come back to the office and we try to tell people what we wanted to do. I did something different. I took my team and I got them together and I said, look, this is what the vet's talking about to about to my cat. And I said, I would like to try to do this in our patient population. How could you help me be successful in this message? So I asked my team. I didn't tell my team what I wanted them to do. I asked them to help me. First off, I said, do you think this message is important? I mean, do you believe it? Do you think this is important? And everybody said, yeah, I heard a little bit about it. I mean, Jeff, I started this in 2007. So this was way back when, when this was a little bit new. Um, but my team basically said, yeah, I think it's important. And I said, look, could you dribble in a little conversation? Could you help me figure out how to get there? And you know what happened, Jeff? My team brought me ideas that I never thought about. They brought me ideas yeah. on how to talk to people. They, they said, I think I could do this. I think we could do this. I think we can make this one page information that we can give to patients. And so ask your team to help you and create the vision of what you want it to be. And then ask them for help. Don't tell them what you want them to do. Don't direct them. Just come and say, "Here's what I learned this weekend. Here's what I'm thinking to be cool for our practice and for our patients. Could you help me get there?" And you'll find out who wants to help you because sometimes it might be an assistant, could be a front desk person, could be, could who knows? I have a lab technician who knows how to
0: perio chart, so I think it's yeah. a
3: that you got to get your team involved
0: that way. Yeah, and and I and I think you said something else too that was really important, Doug, which is. Um, we as dentists have to be willing to invest in the team. You know, we have to be willing to, you know, take them to learn, to invest in their education and, and show them that, you know, we don't just put that value on ourselves, that it's as important for them to have that education and, and you know, to show them that we're willing to make that investment in them. And, and I've found that that really makes them want to give back. So- yeah, yeah. Um,
3: and, and Jeff, I just want to applaud you personally. Uh, I didn't think this would come up tonight on this kind of call. We had no really pre planning. No, but that's
0: I the whole had, idea. Can you tell on this yeah, show? That's the whole yeah, thing. I can. I can tell. But I,
3: I really, <laughs> I really want to, uh, Jeff. I really want to send you a glass. You got to get rid of that red solo cup. I
0: mean, I. got I don't usually um, have right? the red solo cup. This is only because <laughs> I fought with YouTube for two hours before the show.
3: <laughs> but I, but I, but uh, Jeff, I've seen you put your entire team on a bus. And I've seen you take your entire team to some other state for learning. And I've seen you go to great expense to take your team to expose them to something that they may be interested in. And you know, when you're you know when your team goes on a trip like that or some kind of thing like that, there's gonna be a couple of people that might not be so interested. And the idea is if you can figure out a way to flip that switch for them, that's a great thing. And I've seen you do that. So I,
0: I just want to applaud you for that at this point. Well, I mean, thank you for saying that, but but I think it, you know. I find that anyone that's really successful in dentistry is willing to make those investments in their yeah. team because all it takes is one or two champions from that trip. Like yeah. Jennifer, uh, one of my hygienists, we had her on the show um, because we were actually talking. Um, we had a hygiene roundtable table um, several weeks back and Jennifer came on and You know, she's still, she is a champion for the wellness dentistry network. She's the one who tells our patients, I've got a resource for that. I've got a resource for that. When new employees come on, she's like, let me show you where to get that. Let me show you where to get that. All it takes is one. So even if you bring five and one ends up being your champion, that's something that you don't have to take the responsibility for in practice, right? That's a big deal. That's yeah. and it's That
1: paradigm mind shift between being an employee and a professional and and you're cultivating professionals in your practice, you know, whether they're a, a DA, a DA two an RDH or a DDS, we're all professionals in our own right and training and and you're elevating them to that status and giving them ownership of that title. And I think that's that's the best way to build a team that has a hundred percent buy-in to the end product, which is careness and, and well for patients. So I think. Yeah.
3: And Jen, we're trying to build, we are not trying to build task oriented hygienists. Correct. We're trying right. to build professional periodontal mm-hmm. therapists that are leaders yep. in the practice and that are leading people to better health because you know what, I'm in another room doing restorative dentistry, just like a lot of us are doing. Yeah. So I, I need them to be leaders
0: at yeah, that time.
1: absolutely. Jeff, what are yeah. you doing? I, I just put
0: this, I just found this. This is actually nice. a picture from Detroit where we went up to a wellness dentistry oh, conference great. and um, and I brought the head of each, you know, I have one person who kind of takes the lead for each department and they report, you know, when we do our office meetings, they coordinate meetings amongst themselves and and so I brought the the head of each department in our office um, up to Detroit, and we just had a blast. I and mean, that was so much fun, Doug. So well, Jeff. Um, the problem
3: with that picture is the problem with that picture is it's still daytime. And what and what I would say what happened on that Princess cruise cruise that night. Uh, some things that happened in Detroit maybe should stay in Detroit. So. <laughs>
1: By the way, Doug, that's pretty much every trip with Jeff. Yeah, we had, a fu- we,
3: we had a fun
1: trips.
3: We had that whole boat to ourselves. We had a fun night that night. We had hundred. hundred people. We had a private band. We had a buffet. We had a we had a great time. But it was a celebration of how it was a celebration of us and our teams and how we were starting to become more and more aligned in this mm-hmm. common goal. And that common yeah. goal was simply you know, the name of my practice, integrative oral medicine, it was how to integrate oral conditions. You, you know, you're a dentist, you're a hygienist, you look at oral condition, and you say, I think that can affect your systemic health. And if you have the courage to talk to the patient about that a little bit, and if you have the courage to recommend something else for the patient, you'll be amazed at how much, how much patient buy-in you get and how much, and, and how patients will come back and ask you for other services. It's amazing.
1: All right. Well, I have a question oh. because it's something I've struggled with a, a bit, especially in the in the sleep arena. So you have this integrated philosophy and, and you truly believe in the role that oral health plays in a systemic condition. So then how do you get medical buy in? How do you get your local clinicians, physicians, specialists, et cetera, to say, I, I, number one, respect you as a clinician and a doctor of oral health. And I also buy into what you're providing for your patients. And I want to participate in that process.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, Jen, that's a great, that's a great question. Because when I was originally starting to go down this road, I was a member of the American Academy of Oral Systemic Health. I was started to look at other avenues for how to train people and how to teach people. And one of the things I was coached to do was to take some research and show physicians how we could help their patient base. Well, I can tell you what, empirically, that's not what you should do. So what I do is I find a patient in my practice that has an oral condition that could affect their systemic health. Let's say it's periodontal disease. It's a, I mean, 75% of your patients are going to have some kind of basic periodontal need. 50% are going to be in some sort of decent trouble and 10% of your patients are going to be very severe. So what I decided to do, Jen, was on when we started to make a treatment plan for those patients, I made a decision to call every single physician of those patients because many times in the periodontal treatment planning that we coach and guide and, and groom um, hygienists to recognize and doctors to support, um, we know that sometimes systemic antibiotics are involved. So I would call a physician. And I would simply ask for help. I would say, I have a mutual patient. They have a chronic inflammatory condition. I think part of the care of that chronic or the stability of that chronic inflammatory condition is to put them on some, for me to do some work, but that also is going to involve some antibiotics. Would you help me manage that antibiotic, uh, any antibiotic problems? And do you see anything in the medical history that would Uh, prevent them from being on that antibiotic. And I can't tell you how many doctors I had great dialogue with. And then what I would do is I would send them a little thank you letter, templated thank you letter that's in our library, the Wellness Dentistry Network library, that would say, thanks for taking my call about the antibiotics. Here's a report. And I started to educate physicians about how we treat these patients. And guess what happened when a physician had someone sitting in front of them that they thought had gum disease but either didn't have a dentist or had a broken dentist relationship, guess where they went? They came to my practice. And now I can't tell you how many referrals we get for sleep medicine. I get referrals for elevated biomarkers of cardiovascular disease. I get referrals for elevated, you know, for all kinds of wild things that are not even related to dentistry. And I've had one doctor in Massachusetts refer me a patient from Belgium. So when you get that kind of thing going on, it's amazing what happens. And we have actually, the Wellness Dentistry Network is a worldwide network. We have Italy, Spain. We have uh, UK, Australia, Canada. We have other member dentists. And we have virtual, a lot of virtual options now for virtual consultations. We have virtual sleep medicine. We have virtual heart disease management. We have all these virtual options. So that's how I did it. And, uh, and I think it needs to happen one patient at a time yeah. and every single patient in your community, in your practice probably has a physician or a physician connection somewhere
1: yeah. that you
3: can go out and you can contact and you can network with.
1: I think you bring up a really interesting point because really early, early on in the COVID crisis, I said to my partner, we were chatting in the, in the office one day and I said, it's going to be really interesting to see how periodontal disease plays into this because It's a known inflammatory disease. These patients have markers all over and we know that COVID is not happy or friendly with our inflammatory patients. It's going to be really interesting to see in 10 years what the research says on that. Any insight into that so far?
3: Yeah. You don't have to wait that long. The research is already out. Um, There was a paper uh, only a month and a half ago about Mm -hmm. if you have higher levels of oral pathogens and you know, Oral pathogens are broken into high risk pathogens, yeah. moderate risk pathogens, low risk pathogens, as it relates to periodontal disease. Mm-hmm. If you look at the companies that are able to assay that for us, you know, and I'm just going to give a couple names: Oral DNA, Phytolab, Lab, Oral yeah. uh, Micro, uh, Microblink uh, DX. I mean, there's several, mm-hmm. different are it, several different companies that are able to do hand diagnostics. Several different companies are able to do that for us now. Um, we know that if you have a higher microbial load and you get COVID, that disease could be significantly worse. Part of it's aspiration of the the bacteria. And most of these people are dying from a secondary infection to the virus. They're not dying from the virus. They're dying from a secondary infection to the virus, pneumonia, uh, some other complication. So I think Or by the way, we just I just heard from one of my colleagues, one of my young associates just told me, we think in Michigan, our governor is talking about maybe shutting us down again or maybe, you know, because everything's on the rise. And I'll tell you what, dental hygiene and dental, oral, dental, bacterial management, it's an essential part of COVID management. No doubt. And and, and we are we are essential people. We're not it's not optional. Mm -hmm. Cleaning your teeth is not an option. Cleaning your teeth is essential in keeping the microbial load. And if you haven't learned the microbial load in your own mouth, you should contact one of these companies, which, by the way, Jeff, I never mentioned it. I didn't intend to mention it, but we created another company called HomeDentalExam.com. And Home Dental Exam allows any person out there in the world, if you want to find out about your oral microbiome, you call us up and you can order a test online and we'll do the test for you and we'll help you figure out how to reduce that microbial load if you have a lot of the wrong kind of pathogens. And so, mm-hmm. Jen, to your point, you have a lot of the wrong kind of pathogens. You find out about it, you better do something about it. Because if yeah. you get that disease, it's going to be worse.
0: So, and I have to say this too, to uh, to Jennifer's question is, so, you know, I finally got around to doing my preceptorship with with Bale and Danine, And for anyone, yeah. you know, obvi- that that's a whole other thing. And I hope you'll come back on. Sometime, Doug. So we can we can actually get more into into that discussion. But well, you know, I like I, 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 mean, I
3: the, balance it with Pellegrino. So let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I finally did the Bale Danine preceptorship, um, and for those of you who don't know, um, Brad Bale and Amy Danine um, have really led in in the research. Uh, substantiating, you know, that that connection between uh, oral pathogens and and inflammation as a leading cause of cardiovascular disease versus those old traditional markers that we looked at, you know, yeah. um, you know, is it is it simply a cholesterol an LDL issue? <clears throat> and 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 they've just taken that so far and it's an and inflammatory a, issue. Yeah, it's an yeah, inflammatory issue. Yeah, exactly. So I know, Doug, uh, you know, you've just taken off with that. But one of the things I was going to say, Jennifer, was they actually mentioned when I did the preceptorship that really everybody should be vaccinating. Because even if you get a virus and get it at, uh, you know, you don't have a a huge viral load, the the inflammatory cascade that, that happens just can create such a burden on your cardiovascular system Mm. and, and the thousands and thousands of miles of blood vessels. And, and, you know, my eyes just keep getting open further and further. So um, it just amazing stuff. So one last thing, Doug, uh, two two things real quick. And, and Chad, we brought you back in. I don't know if you had any questions for Doug. We're running a little over again. Uh, Uh,
2: I was looking up the definition of microbe and I, it took me a while.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, Doug.
2: Chad.
3: Er, hey, hey, Chad. Earlier, yeah. I had to look at your butt, but I got to tell you what those fig <laughs> scrubs. I got the. I look at. I got. I got a whole young group of associates in my practice, and I got just introduced to fig scrubs. Jeff, I concur with you. Those scrubs are yeah. amazing. I.
0: I wish it, I would have known about that like a long time ago. Me well. too. It's like when John Coy started talking about the Nimbus toothbrush. He's like, yeah, he loves. I brush. just want to, you know, I just want to get like that. So when I asked my
2: question, Doug, okay. since you actually looked, I just Let's want to see. ask, her. did did my butt look too big?
1: Well
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey Joe, hey. There's,
3: there's room. I am not gonna tell you room for. No, <laughs> yes, I, my, my
2: whole deal, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, but I just want to reiterate that there's so many dentists that are caught up in being dental mechanics or tooth <laughs> mechanics. And there's so few of us that are truly oral physicians and kudos to you. I mean, it was a fantastic uh, talk. I really enjoyed listening to everything that you had to say, even though I was kicked out of the room, but it was really, I mean, I, I, I feel for what you're saying. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing for our profession and I really look forward to participating in uh, in your your mentorship soon. So thank you. Well, hey,
3: thanks for you guys for acknowledging that it's important and even giving time to this. I know you have lots of other fun things you do on this segment. And so thanks for giving a few minutes to chat about it. Well, and I so, think if
1: we don't embrace that, we will be a commodity and we will, we will get be, shut down again. And, and a right? discussion. You know, we have, to, yeah. we have to recognize what role we play in this and then then we fall into a different category and we stop thinking about ourselves that way. And so does the public, which I think is a critical, critical part of our profession.
0: So last thing, Doug, is, um, is if somebody wants to dabble into the oral systemic connection journey, how do they begin that? What, I mean, you have so many great resources, you know, anybody who's thinking about doing this should absolutely, um, become involved with the Wellness Dentistry Network because you're never going to find these resources all in one place and, and so accessible. Um, but w- would you mind telling everybody how people can get involved and how they can learn more and and start their journey down this path?
3: Yeah, you know, you can visit um, wellnessdentistrynetwork.com. I mean, that's the website where we can have the online, you know, resource and materials. But Jeff, you know, a great library book or a great book without some kind of understanding is just a book on a shelf. I mean, how many resources have you bought or you paid for and you you didn't even take the cellophane wrap off or Mm -hmm. it's just sitting on the shelf? So I think you have to have understanding that goes with your library of materials. So I would recommend either, you know, we have a course at the Koi Center called the Wellness Week. We have twice a year hygiene courses at the Koi Center that's that's geared toward transforming your traditional hygienist into a periodontal medicine, you know. And, and uh, just
0: to be clear, Doug, do people have to be, mem- they don't have to be a part of the Koi Center. They can just no, go out and take this no. course, right?
3: Yeah, no, you do not have to know. You, you can- I, I
0: wanted to be clear so everyone felt comfortable and, and, you know, wanting to, to get involved with that. So.
3: Yeah, you have no, there's no, for any of these things that I'm going to mention, there's no prior prerequisites in order for you to be a member or for you to do anything. Um, But the Koi Center has great courses. You could go out to the, uh, I said on the board at the American Academy of Oral Systemic Health. That's another great organization that's really promoting uh, oral systemic health. AAPMD, ACAM. These are other organizations that are really helping do that. So there's a lot of resources, Jeff, if you want to go down this road. But our, our, uh, the other course that we do at the Koi Center for dentists and their teams is called Wellness Week. It's a four-day course that talks about periodontal medicine and all the other areas of how to incorporate wellness conversations into the practice. Everything from literally pollution, uh, hydration, nutrition, uh, sleep medicine, uh, there's so many different opportunities, yeast management. There's so many different opportunities to get involved with. But reach out to us and ask us that question offline or online, but ask us that question off camera, and we will be able to guide you. We have quite a few different resources, and I think any everybody should, everybody should be in that wellness journey. And also, Jeff, I would mention branding your practice, rebranding your practice. Let's say your practice is Jeff Horowitz DDS. You could say Jeff Horowitz, DDS, Airway and Wellness. Yeah, I mean, it's very easy to add the wellness tag to your practice. And wellness today is a really big buzzword. And if you set a few books around in your practice and create that visual culture, your patients will get it, they'll feel it, and they'll respond to it, and you'll be amazed.
0: Yeah, 100%. And uh, Doug, I, I can't thank you enough, but I got to play with you a little bit too, because uh, we you put your glasses on for a minute. You have your glasses right there. Who the hell gave you that picture? Uh, I can see it. (laughs) Yeah. Put your glasses on. So, what most of you may not know, (laughs) how did you go? The real story is how did you go from being in a Christmas story to becoming a successful dentist? (laughs) That's what we all want to know.
3: You know, (laughs) in between, there's some, I don't know, Nemo or some. Uh, some frog that swims that looks like my face. And then this guy or the dentist, you know how many people ask me if I'm the dentist on the, you know, the Christmas story,
0: you know, it's, it's so funny. So you yeah. know what,
3: Jeff, I'll get even one day. I don't
0: know how. Uh, do I'm sure, but. You know, that, that's the other thing that this show is about is, you know, we, we just want to have fun we um, and we, we want to bring as much good information to everyone as we can. So well, what Doug, I like
3: about um, your show is it's over. My glass
0: is almost empty, so that's perfect.
1: It's time to wrap.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jeez, buddy. Well, Doug, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to let you go. We kept you on longer than we needed to. We really appreciate your time. Enjoy. And um, it's hey, always great to see you. Jeff, I'll come really back quick. another day with red wine. It'd be great.
1: Yeah. Hey, really <laughs> quick, we had a couple comments. So I feel like maybe we should.
0: Okay. Just oh, sure. For Doug. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Aaron Fennerman. You may Oh, know.
0: we gotta mention Aaron because we talked about great teams. Aaron actually runs the Wellness Dentistry Network. Yeah, all these, Fetterman. she handles all the organizations. Yeah, she does.
3: She doesn't an Thank
0: you.
1: And Jennifer Dean Brown also was wanting to say hi and she missed. Love
3: well, Jennifer. Yeah. yeah, Jennifer's a great, she's so dialed in. Uh Jennifer's awesome.
1: Well, they're supporting you even virtually. So I think that's always a beautiful thing.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you both. And Aaron, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Right,
0: yeah. And thanks, Aaron, because she did help uh she did help organize all of this for us no, too. She,
3: if I didn't have Aaron, my life would be
0: in chaos. Yeah. I, I I know I know that story all too well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doug. <laughs> be well, well my
1: friend. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Doug. Good night, guys.
1: Bye. Night. That was all right. awesome. I Yeah.
0: That. Yeah. He's he's such a bright guy. He's yeah. uh, you know, I and any you know he's fun, he's real um you know it, it's just an honor to hang out with people like that.
1: hundred percent agree, and even Chad got yeah. to him, so that was cute
0: yeah, <laughs> Chad learned three new words this week mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, I think you had some stuff you know what we you took you out of the room I think I, I need to give that you some to time that- mm-hmm. it's okay Sorry. <laughs> you showed your butt you did. It,
2: it, it needed to be shown. That's what you did to me this morning. You sent me a picture. I did not send you a picture. Now say what you're going to say and let's let everybody go it, to bed. That was a good bit. Hey, real quick. We got two dinky deals coming this week. Uh, the first one I already uh, let the cat out of the bag is uh, is is from Decca Lasers. That's coming back. But All of you, we have something great that we're starting, and it's going to be the Dentist in the Know uh, schedule widget, find a dentist tool. We are going to grow by numbers. And so everybody, tomorrow, there's going to be a great tool. I'm going to throw it out there regarding schedule widget. It is free to add to your website. It is extremely important that we add it to your website Because if we look at the way that people are referred to the dentist, it is completely in reverse. What we want to do to do is we want the manufacturers, the suppliers, anybody that's involved in providing us with products in our practice that we pay for. We want them to push patients to us. And in turn, we will grow a dentist in the known network that will be amazing, that will be huge, that will bring us all together together. So with that, when a patient goes to look for a dentist, they will be able to find one very easily in their community. Schedule widget, sign up for the premium. You get six months for free. You can cancel it after six months if you don't want to pay for it because it's not that expensive after six months. But I promise you, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I got three new patients. I'm getting several new patients a week. Jeff, are you getting several new patients a week?
0: I mean... All the time. I I mean, tons. This has been amazing.
1: On my website and in 45 minutes, I had a hit.
2: It is is great. It is geared towards millennials. It is everything that we want. It is huge. And I will tell you that I'm not only getting new patients, I'm getting great new patients from this. I am actually deleting the contact us form from our website and going entirely through schedule widget because my staff loves it. So I would highly encourage you all to sign up for it. Once again, it is free. If you sign up for the premium or the plus, it is free for six months. You will not be disappointed. And there are very many additive features that are coming down the road. So look for that in the dinky deals tomorrow. Sign up for it. Let's get our community together. Dentist to the Know is growing. We're developing a website. We're going to build a community and we're going to better dentistry. So join us. We want you to be with us.
1: We have so much to post tomorrow. So many links, so much activity. It's going to be a busy Thursday.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. Ma'am. All right. We kept everybody a few minutes late, but guys, great show. Great
2: Great. show. Great. Really great. Thank you, Jeff, for bringing Doug on. Love you
0: guys. See you next week. You as well. Good night, everybody.
1: Bye.